Last week, everyone, we had the Feast of the Epiphany, the manifestation of Jesus to the world through the Magi, through the wise men. This week, we have a, another sort of manifestation of Jesus as he is baptized in the Jordan by John, and so we celebrate the Feast of the Baptism of Jesus. The first notable thing, important thing in the Gospel today is that John objects to Jesus being baptized. The Gospel says, John tried to prevent Jesus, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you are coming to me? The baptism of John, everyone, is not like the baptism Jesus gives and that we receive as Christians, even though the same word is used. John's baptism was more about confession of sin and repentance. That's what they did when they came to John. They confessed their sins. That's what John asked for them, repentance. And water had this cleansing significance. In a sense, John's baptism was more like our sacrament of confession than like our baptism. You can see then why John is objecting. Jesus' identity has been made pretty clear at this point. There's been testimony from an angel, from the Magi, and from John the Baptist himself, confirming that this Jesus is God's Messiah. He's the anointed one, the one who's supposed to take away the sins of the world. He's the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, as John says, and as we say at every Mass. It would be weird, odd, to confess that Jesus is the one who takes away the sins of the world here at Mass, but then to see him in line in the back of our church here for confession. How can he be both? How can he be the one to take away sin, but then be in line at the Jordan River repenting from sin? The answer is, everyone, is that Jesus is not baptized. He doesn't go to the River Jordan to be washed because he needs washing, because he needs baptism. No, Jesus is baptized in the River Jordan because we need baptism, because we need cleansing. If you think about any normal illness, say, say a cold or a flu, for example, I don't bring that up because I bring it up as a hypothetical, not because I've been on a steady diet of Dayquil and warm brandy all week. <laughs> I feel great, though, in case you're wondering. <laughs> if you think of a, a disease like that, cold or flu, it spreads through close contact with other people. If a sick person touches a healthy person, the healthy person gets sick, and it doesn't work the other way around. Sick people are not made healthy by touching healthy people, but the healthy person is made sick by touching the sick person. But when it comes to Jesus, the one who's full of the Holy Spirit, the source of all grace and all healthiness, it turns out that it's the opposite. You see, sin is like a sort of disease, like a cold or flu, except much, much more serious, that runs rampant throughout the human race. It continually infects new hosts. It continually spreads. We can't stop it. We can't get rid of it. We can't even really quarantine it. It just keeps spreading. 
Humanity is helpless before the disease of sin. But that's not true when it comes to the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. When Jesus comes in contact with sin, he's not made a sinner. No, for Jesus, it's the opposite. His health is contagious. His healthiness is contagious. When Jesus comes into contact with a sick person, they are made healthy. They catch his health. They catch his grace. This is also true, everyone, for the very waters that Jesus comes into contact with. And what I'm about to say is a favorite theme that the church has talked about for hundreds of years. The church fathers, 15, 1600 years ago, loved this insight. Normally, water is used to cleanse us. It's used to wash us. But it's the opposite when Jesus goes to the River Jordan. When the water comes into contact with Jesus, the water is made holy. It catches his grace. And it makes it so that when we come in contact with water, it not just cleanses our outside, makes our hands clean or something like that, but it has the power to cleanse spiritually. And so when we come into contact with the waters of baptism, we catch Jesus' grace. We catch Jesus' contagious health. Everyone, Jesus is not baptized today, and that's not what we're celebrating, because Jesus needs baptism. He doesn't need baptism. He doesn't need to get into line for confession. But we need baptism. And Jesus' health and his grace is like a disease in that it's contagious. Contact with Jesus doesn't make Jesus sick. Jesus' contact with sinners doesn't make him a sinner. But contact with Jesus in the sacraments and in prayer, it does the opposite. It makes us healthy. Jesus' disease, everyone, his disease is his health. It's his grace. When we touch him in the sacraments and in prayer, and above all, at the Mass, when we come forward and receive and ingest his very body, we catch his health. We catch his grace.